This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Florida's 4th Estate. You know, in the Sunshine State, we have so many places, so many things to see and do. But when you think of Florida, you think of the beaches, you think of the theme parks, but we have so much more than that. And we're going to tell you about some really cool, perhaps creepy places you can visit because they're kind of like just kitschy Florida roadside attractions. I like how you're comparing it to the theme parks and the beaches. None of these are as good <laughs> as either of those. If you're if you're comparing it to that, no, these are cheaper. They're oh. different and exciting and they're fun, but we're doing Florida's top roadside attractions and we have we have a weird state. It's, we love it, but it's weird and you know our roadside attractions cannot be bested by any other state in America. Would you agree with that, Ginger? I mean, it's no ball of twine. Yeah. Which you know, some states really suck at this. Florida like, is the best. That? We're going to lead with number five, but I'm going to tell you right now, number five is my Shield absolute number one. Okay, did you know that the doll responsible for the amazing, critically acclaimed film Chucky uh, is right from Florida? In fact, this doll is from Key West, and it's called Robert the Doll. I'm going to show you this Facebook page, which Robert the Doll has, okay? And it's pretty insane when you see. take a look at this thing, Ginger. That I've seen it, and I don't like it. This is, is, you should have had some, that is, you know, that countdown music that sounds like doom. Yeah. That's perfect for Robert the doll. This is exactly, so he's got a hundred thousand followers on Facebook and he posts pictures of himself like this. Look at his feet. Robert's got a little dog there, a little sailor suit. This all started, Ginger, no, it doesn't have, uh, there's some sort of mouth there. It's all started in 1900. There was a pretty wealthy family, had some servants. And they say, this is the legend, you know, the servant got this doll for the kid and maybe put a voodoo curse on it because the family treated the servant badly. Bad history there, right? And so this kid, the family, according to legend and this roadside attraction, the family would hear the child speaking to someone in the room when he was by himself with this doll and they would hear a voice that was not their child's. They'd go into the room and it'd just be the kid and the doll. They say that things would get flipped over and crashed in the middle of the night. 
And they'd go in there and the kid would say, the doll did it. So some people say, this is a haunted voodoo doll. I say, this was a troublesome child who blamed all of his misgivings on this creepy looking doll right here. What do you say? I would too, because I would believe that that creepy doll could do anything. I like that on the Facebook page you called up, I could see someone's comment and what they said was, I like his hat. (laughs) 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 They don't want to say anything bad about that creepy doll. (laughs) My goodness. That is the thing nightmares are made of. If you see that little thing just walking around your house at night, just causing chaos and flipping things over, it's time to move. It's a three foot tall doll. It's not like a little doll. Just so you know, I know you can't get much, uh, you you can't get much scale on this thing until you're in the room with it. They say it's three feet tall. Like, so if it were to walk around, oh yeah, it could totally, Mm -hmm. it's little, it's little mitts are big enough to hold a knife. If you know what I mean. Wow. Stop scaring people. That's creepy. I I just want people to know that Matt insisted this was. She didn't want it on the list. I wanted it as number one and it got demoted to number five. Correct. I wanted to be number six and our list only goes to five. All right, let's move on. Let's move on so Ginger can sleep tonight. Here's something everyone can get on board with. There's a place in Plant City. I absolutely love it. When I lived in Tampa, I would go there all the time. I would take some kids there when I did a segment called Wednesday's Child. And every child loved it. It's called Dinosaur World. And they have more than a hundred of these life-size dinosaurs that kids can walk around, they can touch, they can sometimes climb or whatever and learn about these dinosaurs. I mean, you know, it's not like an amusement park with rides or anything like that, but it's educational. I love that it's kind of Jurassic Park-like and they have areas where kids can like kind of skim for dino eggs or or whatever. It is really entertaining. And if you've ever driven past it, if you're on I-4 and you're going from Orlando to Tampa or vice versa, you can't miss it because it has these giant dinosaurs, giant dinosaurs outside the wall. And you're like, what is that? It's dinosaur world. And it really is. It's not creepy. Let's just point that out. (laughs) So it's not as fun. Um, as Whatever. Robert the it's doll. a lot of fun. No, nothing's going to be that much fun, Matt. But I loved it. And kids, you know, I don't know a kid who's not interested in dinosaurs, big and small kids. So it's just one of those places where, okay, let's go. And it's got some inside areas too. So if it's too hot, you know, because Florida tends to be warm, uh, you can go inside for a minute and cool off. But the kids just love it. And they know more facts about dinosaurs than you can ever dream of. So it's not going to keep world. you up at night. I've driven past it many times. They have like a big giant yeah. Tyrannosaurus Rex out there right off I-4. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I, it doesn't really appeal to me to go look at big fake dinosaurs. So you want to see a little three foot tall fake doll. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At right. least there's a story. There's a story behind it getting me going. You know what I'm saying? These dinosaurs. I know dinosaurs. So I'll go watch Jurassic Park, but so, it's fun. Whatever. You're saying the kids did like it when you took them. They loved it every single time, every single time. Okay. Oh, this next one is wrapped in controversy. All right. You can tell which ones I like, the ones with a little bit of uh, pizzazz in there. So let's talk about oh, wow. the fountain of youth. Not these boring like history lessons like ginger. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. This one does have some history, though. Okay, so we're talking about the Fountain of Youth in St. Augustine. All right, this is supposedly where Ponce de Leon landed in Florida, found this spring that he could sip from that would keep him young forever. Now, just a heads up, Ponce is dead. So I'm not sure it actually worked. And many tourists come to check this place out that claims to be what Ponce de Leon was looking for, the Fountain of Youth. There is a spring here, in fact, and this became a roadside attraction. Really, it, it became an attraction in the 1860s. There were like a few attractions around this spring. And then in 1904, this lady named Luella de McConnell who was known to make up fabricated stories, according to Wikipedia, to amuse and appall the city's <laughs> residents and tourists. She, I'm going to stop you. No. I'm going to stop you. Let me finish. Why are you hating on Wikipedia? It's a good source for information. I'm just saying that this was just a normal roadside attraction until like 1904, and then a lady who had a very good sense for branding and... Mm a little flair with the imagination said, let's call this the fountain of youth. And it turns out, you know, here's the craziest thing about this attraction. You know, it's not true because you can drink the water and you're not any younger. You're still an old catcher's mitt when you look in the mirror. So wow. how do they I, keep on selling tickets to this thing? Talking to right now, <laughs> like an old catcher's mitt. What? You know, yeah. you're still, you look in the mirror, you're still wrinkled. I'm still wrinkled up. I, and you know, I, Listen, not Something only did I drink the Kool-Aid, I drank the water and I would like to say I'm 150. So <laughs> take well, that. No, I, I believed it all. I bought the water. You bet. You, you went and you bought the water and bought it for other people? Yeah, I bought it for myself. I bought it for some sisters. I mean, you, you have to. You're such a sucker. You know that? No, I'm not. It was delicious. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, everybody. It's you do look way younger than I do. You just so, stop. I'll just give you stop. that. You, well, I don't know. You just referred to a catcher's mitt, something I, leathery. I was talking it about leathery old mat. Okay. If I drink it, I'm still going to look like a catch. Let's move okay. on. Our top five list of roadside attractions continues after the break. Stay with us as we take a deep dive into the water with mythical creatures and inside one of Florida's scientific marvels. Welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. We are breaking down the top five roadside attractions in Florida. We already brought you number five. Robert the Doll, which happens to be the inspiration for Chucky, is in Key West. Number four, Dinosaur World. This great spot for young and seasoned dino lovers is in Plant City. And number three, the Fountain of Youth is in St. Augustine. So let's get back to it. All right, this one's really cool, too. So you can head over to Wikiwachi and check out some mermaids as a very fascinating roadside attraction. I was curious about how all this came about and looked it up, and it turns out mm -hmm. a gentleman 
Back in 1947, he was... Is this a Navy guy? This is a Navy guy. He trained with the SEALs, and he figured out a way to give these mermaids a hose. And so, you know, it would kind of take away from the show if the mermaids were swimming around with scuba masks and, uh, you know, all of that. and That sort of thing. So the mermaids, they have a hose they're, like, holding, and they can basically sip air. They still have to hold their breath for a really long time, and it takes a lot of skill to do this, but they perform this show in a natural Florida spring. And here's what a lot of people don't understand. They think the mermaids are in a tank. No, the humans are in the tank. Okay, this is a natural spring in which they carved out the side and then then Mm -hmm. put in glass. So the mermaids are actually swimming in a spring and you're in this 500-person amphitheater watching the mermaid show through glass into a natural spring. I love that this guy had this idea. People don't have big ideas like this anymore. Like, I'm going to start a roadside attraction in which people can watch mermaids and then I'm going to create this breathing apparatus for them to be able to breathe. Come on, this is an awesome one. No, I love it. And before I knew what vaping was, it just looks like the mermaids are all vaping underwater when they use this thing. <laughs> they're like, I mean, it is, yeah, it is really kids. cool to see that. You know, they're beautiful. They're athletic because you really, you know, they have to be good free divers because you have to, you still have to hold your breath for a good amount of time. And there's choreography and all this other stuff that goes along with it. And if you've ever seen kids watch it they are so enamored with these mermaids and you know just every, about everyone is as well but it's just something for the little girls they really really just love these women in their bright little mermaid uh, costumes and their makeup is done and their hair looks good I mean how do you do all that underwater so yeah I, I love it I it think does it's look great. really cool They're, it's kind of flowy they do a good job with yeah. the way they kind of swim around in the water and one admission also gets you a bunch of other stuff they have an on-site park you can see an animal or reptile show and you can take a boat ride down there mm-hmm. at the Wikiwachi River highly love it. highly recommend it okay this is the correct number one, not Robert the doll. (laughs) This place I've been to a couple of times. It's in South Florida. I believe it's in Homestead. And it has such an air of mystery surrounding it. Some people think it's a supernatural place and others think it's just the way the earth is designed. It's called Coral Castle. And the sad story behind it is this guy, he's from Latvia. His name is Edli Scallion, right? And so he <laughs> built this place by himself. It took him, he died while he was still building it, by the way. It took him 28 years to do it. And if you not seen it it's got these giant, they think it, people would call it coral, but it's really limestone because Florida. But in the area where he built it, there's not a whole lot of giant limestone pieces. And Matt, I'm talking some of these pieces weigh several tons. Like I think the largest and heaviest piece there weighs like 30 tons. There's an eight foot door there and it weighs like six tons and you can move it with one finger. Right, you push it open. With what do you one mean? Finger. You can open. You can this open it with, door you just, with one you finger. Push Still it to with this one day? finger. To this day, I did it several years ago, and I'm telling you, it is because people think it's built on some magnetic field. And this guy, he was super smart, and he built it because he was so sad and depressed. He was 26 years old. He proposed to a 16 year old, his sweet 16, and she stood him up. She broke their engagement. 
and came to North America instead. And he was just inconsolable. So years later, he comes over to the States in Florida. He is a sciencey guy. So he figures out, I'm just going to build this place for, you know, the woman I really love, which is sad. She's never coming back to him. And he starts building this place. And no one ever really saw him work during the day to move these pieces. But they really think he was able to do it all by himself. And he's not a big guy. He's from Latvia. He was like 5'2 or something. He's tiny. He was Uh, 5 feet tall. They say he weighed about 100 pounds. Yeah. And And so all these giant pieces had to be moved. No one helped him build it. This place is ginormous. And all of these pieces weigh tons, tons. And so they're trying to figure out if he knew some sort of magnetic highway where he would put these pieces on and slide it maybe several miles to a certain area. I just find it so weird that no one ever really saw him build it or do it. They would just the next day, oh gosh, there's a, there's a new wall on this place. And all of a sudden, these big pieces started appearing. But if you've ever been, you feel something different there because it is supposed to be on a magnetic field, which would explain a lot about how you can move things without a lot of force. Okay, I don't don't want to correct you because I know you did the story a long time ago, but according to their website, there's a nine ton gate. Not 8,000 pounds, nine, nine t- okay, nine tons. tons. Yeah. Okay. That would be 18,000 pounds that you can move with a finger and you did this? Yes. People, it's open all the time. I think, I'm, I'm not sure if it shut, it didn't shut down for uh, COVID. If it did, then it's still open. It, it, it's open again. But people go there. It's a big tourist attraction. I love going. How have I, I never heard of this before you? I don't I understand. Don't know. This is I the most know. amazing thing. So apparently this guy claimed that he had figured out how they built the pyramids. This is very similar to the pyramids, it sounds like. Because the pyramids, we have no idea they, how they, they were constructed. They have no idea. And Nobody they can't do it. They, no one could build how, something like how that. How could you move, if you didn't have some sort of uh, crazy yeah. advanced technology, how could you move tons and tons of rock hundreds of miles know. away, even in we some cases know. over mountains? We don't understand it's it. This mystery. guy says he had it figured out, but he wouldn't tell anybody how he did it. This no, hundred pound no. guy, little guy, this little guy who was heartbroken basically. So he just poured his heart into heartbroken this because a sixteen year old. Come on, dude, that's that part of the story. <laughs> okay, well, this was a Some twenty six year old time. comes after my sixteen year old. I'm gonna slam him under one of these stones. Now you're just projecting. Just stop. Just, it's just I'm <laughs> no, angry. No, no, twenty six. But I am fascinated by the story. This is definitely is the really most cool interesting. Place. We got to go. We got to do a show here or something because I, I it is okay. still a mystery. Nobody understands. I'm not. It. I'm not even going to tell you. I told you so. But I've been selling this place for. A, I'm like, hey, let's take Florida's fourth estate on the road. Let's go to Coral Castle. I know. I thought you Halloween. were being dramatic like usual, but when I looked it. into it, it's really cool. How? Yeah. But that door, it is, and you, you open it it's so thick it's like this thick <laughs> and you just eighteen thousand pounds how would a guy get it into that how would 10 and guys it's one piece it's one piece one piece it's not like he did it little section by section one piece so he secretly so. carved these and put them into place over time and some of them are like there's like a moon sculpture and like uh things representing the stars and these are like up in the air so how did he get it up there? You know, they're on top of walls. So he had to lift it and put okay, it up there. I'm trying how to did see he do the it? years, 1923 to 1951. So it wasn't like he had access to. 
No, he didn't I'm, have like a giant crane <laughs> out there helping. Isn't that eleven hundred tons of rock? That is the coolest place in Florida. It's a I'm mystery. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What did he figure Told out? You. Wow. He took it to his grave. Florida's fourth estate, grave. where you learn stuff. Good job, Ginger. That wasn't. That wasn't <laughs> almost better than Robert the doll. <laughs> it was not almost. Robert should have been number better. two. Should have been I'm number two. Like, if you put Robert as number one, we're going to fight. Gonna... <laughs> number five, Coral she won Castle. The fight, no as one usual. knows how they did it. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus. And while you're there, be sure to check out some of our other episodes focused on everything from nude recreation to the nursing shortage and how the University of Central Florida is responding. It's all free anytime on News 6 Plus.